0: It's Axe Week, and we got a special guest joining us for our three big things. Welcome to the Bucky Report.
1: Welcome to the Bucky Report, your destination for all things Wisconsin Badgers. Authentic takes. Oh my god! Game analysis. Touchdown Badgers. Ring one up. And discussion from the
0: fan perspective. Thanks for joining us, and
1: on Wisconsin.
0: Welcome into the Bucky Report. We are your hosts, Rajiv and Justin, in for Three Big Things Minnesota Edition. And we have a very special guest joining us today. The great Ryan (laughs) Herrings. The great Ryan Herrings from Lockdown Badgers joining us. We actually just finished the reaction show um, for the basketball game tonight. Ryan, welcome to the show, man. I'm happy to happy to have you back for just your second appearance on the Bucky Report, man.
2: Number two. No, I love what you guys have done with the place. I, I said that before the
1: show. It looks great. It's fixed up. I love it.
0: <laughs> hey, we do what we can, man. Justin, how are you today, man?
1: Not too bad. After watching that game, I feel I got some energy going. I, I, we, we can watch another one. Let's find another one, guys. Come on, another game. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, guys. We got a big, big week It's the axe. We hate PJ Fleck. We know we cannot, we cannot lose three games in a row. So we're going to get into it with... The
1: Bucky reports three
0: big things. Number one of the three big things we're going to talk about today is defense. Defense needs to dominate from minute one, not minute 15 and stop the run. Guys, this is driving me nuts. How many times are we going to give up 14 points to start a game? And we we Indiana Northwestern Nebraska we it looks like we look, we're not even playing defense in the first twenty minutes of the game and it's absolutely killing me. We can't do that against this team. I'm not saying we can't get out of the hole like we did against Nebraska, but we shouldn't be in that situation. I mean, it, it's you got to think that everything that Trestle's doing post halftime and, and the adjustments that he's making. It's like we're not prepared enough at the beginning of the game. Justin, I'm losing it with this, and I cannot see this happen with P.J. Fleck. I cannot see this man come in and score 14 points, and then before we even start playing.
1: I feel like this is going to play out a lot like the Ohio State game, where these guys are going to come in really engaged, because I think that there's going to be a lot of guys who, number one, may not be back next year. Are not guys who are ending their career having lost the last two games, who are going to be very fired up to win this? It's it's kind of like Minnesota did for the longest time. We we get their a game because they they hadn't had the axe in forever. Well, that's kind of where Wisconsin's at now. They have, they're the team that that has the pressure to go do it now. Minnesota has to do it to get bull eligibility, but I, I I feel fairly confident we'll come out ready to play in this one. I'm just praying that the energy that's there is similar to what we saw in the third quarter of that Nebraska game, where the defense had its hair on fire for a stretch.
2: I mean, I think I think coming off the Nebraska win's a big deal. Like, I think there's a little bit of energy there. It has to be Minnesota hasn't <clears> beaten us a couple years in a row. I think that's going to provide energy. So,
1: just got crushed by Ohio State. Got
2: crushed by Ohio State. I, I just it just feels like I know we say this we've said this a lot this year with football. But it can't keep happening, right? You can't keep – it. it's it just an element of flukiness it still feels like to me with the, the slow starts. And mm-hmm. I don't think Minnesota is a team to to kind of put 14 quickly up against us anyway. So I don't see it happening, but you're totally right, Rasheed. It drives me absolutely bananas as well, and it does need to stop. Because I do think if you go down 14 against Minnesota with their ability to run the ball, um, you may not come back.
0: Mm-hmm. Keeping things on the defense a little bit, I'm concerned that obviously our run stopping ability has been a challenge for us this year, right? I mean, especially playing play the middle linebackers, and Minnesota runs the ball two to one ratio to pass. Uh, we know that Cal- Caliak Manis is not anything that's going to to write home about from a passing perspective, but running the ball, they're not bad at running the ball. Um, actually, from a yards per carry perspective, they're about three point nine. It's not again, it's nothing crazy, but they're going to do it a lot. And other teams have shown us that. When they can't run the ball against other teams, they can do it against us. So I'm worried about that. My question to both of you is, can we stop the run? Are we going to be effective in this area at all? Or are we going to see Minnesota have 25 points because we can't? they're going to gash us up the middle?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, part of what I, we, my takeaway from that game against Nebraska was, is Nebraska didn't run amazingly well against us with anyone but Purdy he was a problem for us in that game. And I don't – I can't see Kelly Manis taking off like that the way that that Purdy was in that game. If if he does, it would be the first time this season that he's taken off that that often and been that aggressive with the run game. So if they're not going to take those kind of risks with, with QB runs, I feel fairly confident that if we're, – we're going – like we have to – like it's common sense your defensive setup for this game has to be be aggressive in stopping the run because – they can't pass. Like, they have not been a good passing team this entire season. Some games they've been downright awful.
2: I think the Nebraska game broke me. Or the, the, the Nebraska, Northwestern. Sorry, the Northwestern yeah. game broke me. Because Northwestern came in averaging 2.96. That's off the top of my head, but 2.96 yards per carry. is 14th in the Big Ten. They were the absolute, literally the worst team in the Big Ten. And they ran the ball relatively successfully against mm-hmm. us. Iowa, we knew we did run the ball and they still were able to gash off some yards. Nebraska, we knew they would run the ball and you're right. It was mostly purdy, but it's still like, it feels like we have an inability to at times understand the other team is going to run the ball. You just got to be more aggressive. So no, I don't think we will stop the run consistently because we've seen that issue all year, right? There's, there's enough data points here. And again, if Northwestern was able to do it somewhat consistently at times against us and gash some plays, Northwestern hit a couple of gashers. I think Minnesota probably will do that. Minnesota's a good running team and we've not been a great rushing defense. So that doesn't mean I think they'll win, but I do think they're going to run the ball against us.
1: Well, I think there's a there's a difference between being able to run the ball and being able to impose their will. And that's, that's what Wisconsin can't let them do. We can't let them just piece together drives where they can just run it down our throat for 12 play, 14 play drives where they end up cashing in for points. If you go three plays and they end up getting 15, 20 yards fine, then you got to shut it down, and you got to lock in the, and stop the run game. So you get the ball back and, and take it away from them. This is not a team that's going to really push you defensively. You just have to be disciplined and you have to play hard. That's going to be the biggest deal in this game. They have to play with the energy and and, and level of aggression that they played with last game.
0: I think it's been really fascinating to see what we've done in the second half of the games. It's almost like we, we go into halftime. Borderline dominant. Yeah. Mike Tressel makes a speech. We make adjustments and we come out and we're unstoppable from a, from a defensive standpoint. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really, I mean, look, it's the only reason that we, we've been somewhat saved. You know, we we saved us against the Nebraska game. It put us in a position to potentially do okay. in the other two games, but I mean like the Indiana game, we absolutely should have won, but, the same and we we did what we had to do in the second half defensively so you think we would do it hopefully in this game let's switch to the offense big thing number two Purdue scored 49 points against these guys can we score in the 30s i mean remember at the beginning of the year justin when we were averaging 30 points a game and that was kind of our whole Ah, thing we were going to be a 30 point (laughs) team score but now purdue who's not a good team in fact they're the worst team in the big 10 west they put up 49 to beat them 49 to 30 minnesota's given up points to teams and the question of the day now is, what are we going to do offensively? I don't know if you guys know anything about Allen or DK's health. I mean, I th- hopefully they're a little bit better. DK, I would Pauling. expect to be playing in this game but and playing well, hopefully. But what do you think, we, what do you think Justin, about um, our offense ability to actually put some points up?
1: To me, the big one is Pauling. He, he's, your, he's your best receiver, and he's a guy they rely on heavily on third down. So if he's out, I, I'm not saying nobody can step up behind him. But I don't know enough about Anthony. I don't know enough about Skylar Bell in that capacity to feel like they're capable of of coming in and having eight catches for 65, 70 yards or even 80 yards. So it's it's hard for me to say that we can with, withstand that being gone from the offense. The running game, I would like to think that Allen, it seemed like he made it through the last game unscathed for the most part. Hopefully he's a touch healthier this week. So he's got a little bit more explosion to him. That'd be a big deal for the offense. I, I don't know what to expect. I, I think expecting more than 25 points in this game is asking a lot. But I think that from what we've seen from the defense, I think that may be enough if we can get to roughly mid-20s in scoring. They look like they've, they have they've really haven't had many games where they've given up more than that. What's the most we've given up this year? Is it 24?
2: No, I Ohio State was is 24. State- um so uh state score on us.
1: They had 31, 31? but they had a yeah. defensive score though, didn't they? I think that, they did a sco- fumble. Is, yeah. So yeah. they only had they only had 24 2, so nobody scored more than 24 on us.
2: Yeah, I'm not thinking of anybody that was over 24. Unless there's somebody obvious I'm missing. I mean
0: Nebraska's- Um no no, no one has scored over 24 points on us.
1: We'll be back after a quick break.
0: Hear that? That's the sound of a walk-off
2: albatross, a two on a par five to win a two-day golf tournament. That shot happened to me, one in 600 million odds. Since then, people call me Albie. Now, I've told this story so often, my friends can't take it. I'm pretty sure my wife, next time I tell her, she's going to leave me. So I decided to start a podcast to tell the entire world about it because it deserves it. It's the craziest shot you've never heard of. And guess what? There's tons more stories like this all around golf. And that's what our podcast is all about. Join me and my fellow degenerates, Panda, and Shepard as we dive into them. Insane bets, crazy what-if scenarios, and all the you-had-to-be-there type moments in golf. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Did I tell you about my albatross So,
1: I mean, that tells you all you need to know. The defense is going to keep us Washington, in the
0: game. Washington State's worth 31. Sorry,
1: yes. Yep, but seven of that was, was yep. defensive. So, yep. So... The defense will keep us in the game. It's it's going to be our job to get enough done offensively. Hopefully Mordecai takes another step and he looks a little bit crisper again this week. You know, we got to 24 last week. We've got to find a way to be more effective offensively. Uh, third downs have been our shortcoming all season long. For whatever reason, we just don't cash in on them at the rate. And it looked like in the second half of last week, that got better. Because we, we hit, I think we were hitting close to 50% in the second half of that game. And if that's the case, if we if we can be that efficient def- on offense, that will make a world of difference for us being able to score in this game. I don't think Minnesota's defense is anything special. They have a couple of guys that are decent, in, uh, Tyler and Tyler Newbin and Justin Wally is the the corner. But I don't think there's anyone that truly taxes you that much that you look at and you're like, this guy's a dude, especially in the front seven. Um, I think we can if if they just handle things. The offensive line's been solid. If they can actually have a good game where they come out aggressive in this game, this would be a good game for us to get to, you know, 24 again, and hopefully that's enough to close the door.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty much right there. Um, a lot of what you said, I, I totally agree with. Pauling's the key. Uh, who do you go to on those tough, tough third and downs that you trust? Pauling, you trust. I don't. Mm-hmm. There's not another receiver on this roster I trust. I mean, literally. I, uh, there's, not, there's not one other receiver I trust. So if Pauling can't go – Oh, boy um even if he can't go I, it, it's a stretch even if he can go though this team has been so inconsistent it's hard to say we're going to score 30 right both mm-hmm. teams are going to run the ball you know they're going to take time off the clock um i would say if you get to 2024 20, you're probably putting yourself in a good position to win and that's probably as much as you're going to expect from this offense just just because that's what we've seen again over the course of a multiple data points so I think that's enough to win. I agree with Justin. I think uh, twenty-four is kind of the key there. If you can get to that, I think you do win the game. I if you get to thirty, I would be kind of surprised, and you're definitely winning at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd agree it's with just that. been so disappointing, like to see, like especially with the 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 passion and like the, the energy we saw at the beginning of the season, and to see where we where we've gone, and we're talking about. Geez, can we beat Minnesota by seven points? Like that's where we've that's where we are. And look what Indiana and Northwestern did to our psyche and did to this entire team. But I gotta give credit to the to the badgers after what happened last week. I mean, that was a gritty, gritty victory. And it's got to carry over, right? I mean, it's got to carry over because this game means more than anything. Number three, play with heart and desire showed against Nebraska and win the damn axe. Honestly, guys, I'm I, I can't I can't see another PJ Fleck victory. I just can't. Um, you know, and I think that what we saw last week was a wake-up call, in my opinion. And and seeing the fourth and one call that, that Fickle had that I think we all disagreed with in, in over time, but uh, or yeah. Um, but I think that it shows that he's showing belief in his team and he told the guys, look, it's it's right now, it's now or never. And the fact that we came out and won that game after being on 14-00. Is a huge testament to I think the future of the team and what we can do next year. So, as far as I'm concerned now, let's make them non-bowl eligible. Let's continue with our season seven. Steal and five. their extra practices. Right, seven and five is a respectable record. It's not great given what we saw this year. Can you imagine seven and five and we lost to Indiana Northwestern? Think about that. It's like that's I mean, it's just unbelievable to think about oh. those are the teams we lost to and we we had seven wins outside of that. So. It's absolutely huge to win this game, and I just want to see that passion. I want the exact thing I saw from pretty much after the first 10 minutes of the Nebraska game, bottled up and taken on the road to Minneapolis because that's how you're going to dominate that team, and I, we have to see it, man. We have to see it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. The, the, the effort level, I think that there were some things there that were growth- from a mental standpoint, from a confidence standpoint for the team in that now they have to follow it up and build off of it. That's, that's the part that is important this week. You have to to take that aggression and that realizing how much effort you had to give in that game to win it and bring that and realize you have to bring that again this week. Mm-hmm. And that's really important. That's the difference with this. The mentality of this team is shattered coming like they, we were soft coming into the season. I, th- I think that's safe to say at this point that we were, Our psyche just wasn't where it needed to be to be dominant in terms of confidence and and win games. And anytime we got punched in the mouth, we kind of wilted. And that was a game where we got punched in the mouth and we kept fighting and we ended up winning it.
2: I hate that state. Like, I, (laughs) I, I, we all do. Coming from Cumberland, I talked about Cumberland a lot. The mud ducks, that's what we call people, they would come across the border, come to our lakes, infest us with their Minnesota auras every weekend. We'd then see them leave. Their trash would be strewn everywhere. We'd have to clean up after them. I, I hate Minnesota. So, like, the very first show we ever did on the the, the Bucky cast, me, you, and John, Justin, if you remember, was a, devoted to why we disliked Minnesota. We didn't even talk about the Badgers. We just listed off the reasons why we hate that state. So mm-hmm. – I cannot watch another celebration where where people in that uniform go and cut down a goalpost. That is our axe. Mm-hmm. Like this is we're the better team, the better program, we have the better coach by far. You got to get it. You got to get it done. And by the way, I don't know we, when when you're talking about this, Justin. I thought occurred in my head. I don't even know what would be happier for me: winning back the axe or denying them a bowl berth. I mean, they're both like the idea that we can deny. Oh, them
1: it, a I'm berth. petty. It 100 would be denying them a bowl berth.
2: Oh, I, I love
1: I love stealing those extra practices. Hundred
2: percent. I would as soon as that game's over, I'm going to gooverhaul.com if we win, and I am watching the meltdown. I'm posting. I'm putting memes <laughs> up there. I'm inviting them to the post game reaction show.
0: Yeah, yeah we're getting, we're the, the 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 reaction show on Lockdown Badgers will be delayed on Saturday just because we're going to go mess with Minnesota. Ryan's right.
1: going to get one of those Calvin and Hobbs things of pissing on the state of Minnesota. There I can't you wait. Go. <laughs> I
0: I love I love. Um, for anyone who didn't listen to the bucky cast it was a wonderful show it's what got me into to listening to these two guys um the the thing i loved most about that show was the intro it was and it was in the recording you said where we always turn our backs on minnesota and i loved that i thought that was brilliant that it was part of the show yep. because i think that's it's 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 actually one of the things that attracted me to that show um all right guys so let's we we've talked about the game a little bit let's do it the bucky report predictions two 30 central time games on FS one badgers are two and a half point favorites. We are going to Minnesota. Sadly, it's not a home game. I really wish it was because winning that ax at home would be much sweeter, but it's okay. We get it. It could be even more sweeter to do down on the road. Ryan, where are you at? What do we think the final score is going to be? And in addition to that, give me, a, give me your player of the game prediction as well.
2: So, yeah. I'm a little nervous just because we don't really know the status. It's worth pointing out of Hunter Woller either. Um, like there's not another dude on the defense like that that's kind of scary mm-hmm. so not knowing the status of Woller, pauling obviously every team is banged up at this point i'm sure minnesota fans have the same litany of questions for their guys but i'm gonna go wisconsin win because my brain literally will not allow me to pick minnesota i don't it doesn't right. matter they could have fran tarkington back at quarterback i it doesn't matter lawrence maroney i i know Tarkington didn't go to the gophers but my point still stands um, I'm going to take the Badgers in an ugly game. Cause it's the big 10 West this year. And every game is ugly. I'm going to take them to cover. Uh, it's going to be like 20 to 17.
0: Mm, so barely cover. Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say 2017. Um, I didn't really thought about it before now. Cause I didn't realize I jumping on the show. I usually do my predictions on Friday, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm gonna say 2017 Badgers win, barely cover, but it's an ugly game. It's not pretty. I'm, I'm done expecting us to blow teams out that ha- that, 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 again, Northwestern broke me.
1: On that one, yeah, mine is uh, twenty one seventeen. Actually, it was what I was thinking off of. This. Price um, the price is right. Me, I did, I did. <laughs> I, went, I went up a point. One Sorry, point. you lose.
0: <laughs> you know what, boys? This is my last chance to be optimistic in this regular season. So are I'm you going. To cost? <laughs> I am going. We are going to blow this spread out of the water. Um, look, I, I, think there's a couple things and I'm going to tell you why a little bit. First of all, based on what we saw against Nebraska, I think this team is going to turn it up a little bit. And we, we did turn it up against Nebraska. I think whatever got into these guys, Luke fickle clearly laid it out and said, look, we got two games left to fight for our lives and, and fight for a bowl game and make it look like we actually care because the fans have been basically served up shit for a while. And I think that the, the team, the team, yeah, they, they played hard and they did exactly what they needed to do. So I think that happens again. Um, I think we do score in the 30s um, because now, yes, if Hunter, if if, if if Pauling's not playing, that could be a recipe for disaster. But I, I think that Braylon Allen's going to have a game. I think that Pichena Mordecai is going to have a game. I think potentially even uh, Vinny Anthony is going to come out of nowhere if necessary. So 31 to 13 is my final score. I think you guys may think I'm crazy and that's fine. But. This is my last chance to believe that we're gonna have that we're going to see what we expected to see at the beginning of the season. We're not that team, but wouldn't it be sweet to just go up there and kick their ass? That's and, and so so that's where where Ryan, you say your brain can't like fathom picking against the badgers, it can't fathom not blowing them out for me. I just I want to see PJ Fleck. Cry at the end of this game, and and all those Gopher fans who thought, okay, we're gonna be about three years in a row where we've got Wisconsin's number. Bullshit! You know you don't have Wisconsin's number. We still are the better team that acts as ours, and that's what it has to be. Are you? Do you guys think I'm crazy? You think yeah, I'm
1: crazy? No, I do. But I, I love it. I'll, hey, there's a chance we can get into the 30s, but I think it's gonna take a defensive touchdown and and probably two special, special teams team
2: scores.
0: scores. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
1: kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm kidding.
0: Come on. No, I'm, I'm Tanner, kidding. Mordecai, Tanner Mordecai Tanner could could be could run for 100 yards. <laughs>
2: And we would still score fourteen because he had, he's thrown four touchdowns this year. I mean, I, I don't actually know his actual numbers right now, but the point is like
0: four and three. You're not wrong. Four and three. Yeah. Four
2: and three. Okay. So, you, listen, there there is a non-zero chance we drop thirty of them because they're not a good team, and we really haven't seen Wisconsin play a full game yet. But I, I can almost guarantee you it won't happen if Pauling doesn't play. Like he, he's just been too integral to what we do.
0: I I would agree with that. My score definitely assumes Pauling plays. I, that's that's fair. I do think that. We, our defense will, I mean, as long as we do anything that we did against Nebraska after the first 14 points, we'll, we'll, we'll still, they'll score 10 on us max. So I think that we are going to stop them and they're not going to put up a lot of points because our defense has really grown a lot throughout the season. We just need to put it together for an entire game. And there's no reason to think that this isn't going to be the game that that happens. Justin, you think I'm crazy for sure. Don't you? No, I
1: don't think you're crazy. Like, (laughs) listen, Minnesota's not good this season. Like there, there are problems with that team. Both offensively and defensively, which is why they have a chance to finish Mm -hmm. under 500. So, not like we've been world beaters, but they have had some terrible games. They should have lost the game to to Nebraska. We could be looking at them already locked in with a, a losing record, and they lucked in, they stumbled ass backwards into that one win. So, I. Think that there's a chance that they're worse than what we actually think they are, and I think that the Purdue game kind of points that out. Like you can say what you want to about Wisconsin, we didn't get blown up by anybody this year. Minnesota's had a couple of games I've gotten blown out.
0: Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a fair point.
0: Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you to Ryan Herring for being on the show. If you don't already listen to Locked on Badgers, I don't know where you've been. It's it's the it's the, the greatest and the best show out there. So definitely check out Ryan Herring's and everything that he did he does for Locked on Badgers. I think we're gonna do a reaction show potentially. I, I think hopefully on, on on Saturday. We'll be back on Sunday night for Justin and I's regular episode wrapping up the season. And Justin and I are gonna do a little bit of a season review, talk about all the things that happened this this crazy, crazy football season. With that We'll leave it there. On Wisconsin.
1: On
2: Wisconsin. On Wisconsin.
0: Thank you for listening.
1: If you enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel at The Bucky Report or The Bucky Report podcast from wherever you get your content. Until next time, on Wisconsin.